Hello and welcome to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Nope, my name is Mike Piroworski. I will be your co-host from today. I am from the East Coast. That makes me the co-host with the most, from the coast with the most, here on The Rundown, where we promise you 2A views and conservative news. Craig, how was your Monday gun day? Well, you know, my Monday gun day was going actually quite well until we started to go live with the program. And then all of a sudden, well, the technology, you know, gods decided that they wanted to mess with me. But we are here now. That's I think that's the ATF gremlins. I think that's what that is. The ATF. You mean the AFT gremlins? AFT? 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 <laughs> I'm going to get that hat. AFT. AFT. <laughs> I'm going to get a raid jacket that says AFT. And just wear them. Oh, Are you with the okay. AFT? Excellent stuff. Yes, that I am. Excellent stuff. How was your weekend, sir? Oh, listen, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Like I told you, I got to get to the uh, you know the country's uh, biggest or second biggest air show this weekend, and and had a blast over in Lakeland, Florida. So it was a it was good stuff. Good people. Good friends. A lot of crossover there, Craig. A lot of crossover in the uh, in the in the flying aviation community and the Second Amendment community. Excellent. Well, that is actually very, very good to hear. And unfortunately, too many of them are not allowed to uh, have their, uh, their 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 means of self-defense with them when they fly. But, you know, or when they're when they're flying others. But, you know, hey, correct. When you do get very an true, opportunity very to true. join the two, it's good. Very true. But good times. Good, uh, good food. Good, uh, good, uh, good air show. Good, uh, good products to be bought. So uh, good stuff. Had a great time. So uh, thank you for asking. How was your weekend? Uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, pretty much did yard work most of the weekend. Uh, phenomenal had yard relax, work. Had a lot of relaxing time. Uh, admittedly, I had a bit of an accident. Uh, it was, uh, well, I was putting up diaper? some new shelves because I needed to make some more room for my uh, for, for, for my collect bourbon collection. Or, and right, anyway, right. Uh, one of my shelves came down and it cost me a bottle or two. A bottle of gin? No, a bottle or two. Oh, about ooh, what? Well, uh, how were you trying to use to anchor it? Oh well, there was there in there in lies was the problem. It wasn't one of the, it wasn't the new shelf that was the problem. It was one of the older shelves I had not properly anchored. Uh, and when you started tapping the wall for the new <sighs> shelf, oh yeah, broke loose the old shelf. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I spent most see of the weekend see, kind of reinforcing old shelves. <laughs> see all that stuff behind me there? Yeah. When I put those up, that's uh. That's drywall over plywood attached to the attached to the beams. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so. I wasn't gonna have stuff, that. Sir. Wasn't I gonna have that. Evidently, I did not do a very good job with my stud with my stud finder. Yep. So this is a California earthquake proof right here. There you go. Yeah. See, I should have brought my wife in to find the studs because you know she found a stud on her first try. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't worked right in thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not funny. <laughs> not funny at all not funny at all <laughs> eh, yeah. we try sometimes yeah. hey folks do us a favor if you're watching us however you're watching us uh please make sure right now at this moment right now please make sure share it share right it on facebook share it on me we share it on rumble if you're watching us on youtube if you're watching us on facebook if you're watching us on rumble uh if you're watching us on Opslands or on spotify if you're listening to us uh via wherever you get your podcast Please make sure you share. That's vitally important. Wait, we want folks to know this is the place to be. 
right? This is the spot, right, where we talk about two-way news and conservative views. So uh, we know that, you know, you can find conservative views just about anywhere. You can find, you can find two-way news just about anywhere. But this is the place where you find them both. What you won't find here is gun community news because it doesn't exist. It's not real. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. Oh, okay. I didn't say anything. He's like, I'm not going <laughs> to say anything. All right, Mike, let's talk about the first story of the day. And uh, this is something that actually we knew it was happening, uh, but it actually just recently uh, came across. And uh, we wanted to uh, uh, make sure that we were able to keep keep you guys apprised of what's going on with the Biden administration and their their misinformation campaign when it comes to firearms. Well, what they are doing now is, is they are launching a new rule, new rules relating to quote unquote ghost guns, which are in essence firearms without serial numbers, uh, which by the way are, are not dissimilar from firearms that have the serial numbers removed. Uh, but anyway, but really what they're going after are home-built firearms is the ability to make home-built firearms. And so now there are new regulations that are going to be put in place uh, that are going to make it a little bit harder for you to be able to get the stuff that you want uh, in order to be able to do home builds. Now, what they're doing is, well, Mike, you know what, Mike, you're the FFL. You're, I mean, you're the person, you're the, you're the gun expert that we have here. You want to explain the folks a little bit about what these new, exactly what these new rules do? All right, let's uh, let's talk eighty percenters. Let's talk ghost guns real quick to get you there, folks. A ghost gun is uh, is is a name a name only. We know it's an actual firearm. It's a firearm without a serial number. Uh, it's been hundred percent legal since uh, the uh, the uh, Constitution was signed in uh, what seventeen eighty seven, and uh, uh, and it's 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 you're allowed to have your own firearm, allowed to make your own firearm under law. If you're going to sell that firearm it would have to have a serial number on it. You know, that's just for identification purposes, but you're allowed to make and build your own. Uh, there's two different kinds out there. You have the aluminum receiver for an AR style rifle or pistol. And then you have the, uh, you know, without trying to give up a trade name, the Glock style uh, or the Glock uh, pattern, 80% receiver uh, polymer eighties. Uh, they are perfectly legal for you to own and purchase as long as it's perfectly legal for you to own a firearm. Uh, you know, you, a completed one, excuse me, a completed one. Anybody can own an 80 because up until today, it wasn't a firearm. It's not completed. It does not go bang. And the universally accepted term and definition for a firearm is anything that can expel a projectile through the means of an explosive action. Okay? An 80% receiver does not do that. It's a part. Uh, a polymer 80 lower does not do that. It's a part. Uh, then you are required to manufacture them, put them together, and you can make your own firearm. Again, 100% legal if you're for, if it's for personal use. Well, they've decided, Craig, that uh, they can't have that because untraceable, absolutely untraceable. Never mind how the purchase method was made, you know, whether it was credit card cash. Let's forget that because that's another tracing method as well. Uh, let's forget that you could take fingerprints off of both of these items. Let's forget that uh, the barrel and the ballistics uh, in a barrel, the, the ballistic imprint that comes out of the barrel, 100% traceable. The firing pin imprint, 100% traceable. Let's forget all of that, Craig, and call them ghost guns and say they're untraceable. The federal government has decided that you cannot make or own your own firearm anymore uh, without, a, without a serial number on it. Folks, only reason they want serial numbers on there is so they could put more firearms on the books, know where they are, so this leads to registration. This is the registration of your unserialized firearms. The dealers will now be required to do background checks on them. Why? Because they want the serial number of that firearm. 
if it was just about the background check, just about the background check, and it would make you safer and more secure because we're confirming that felons do not have guns, they wouldn't list the firearm information. But that's why they want to attach the firearms with serial numbers and attach them to your name. So when it's time for, I don't know, red flags, huh? That's confiscation. That's what's going on without due process. Or the next step, we're going to do an assault weapon ban. We're going to take magazines away that uh, have hold more than 10 rounds. It's so your name can be on the book somewhere with the firearm serial number, and you can be subject to confiscation. Well, you know, and, and the worst part about all of this thing is, is that what they're also requiring is for those who manufacture and sell them, now they've got to now be licensed as firearm manufacturers and firearms and firearms dealers. So now you've got additional licensing of people. And it is it is not an easy process. Number one, to to maintain those licenses, to maintain all the data, information, all the stuff that you're supposed to maintain on these. And even yet and still, Mike, and this is what gets me. So if this is for 80% lowers, right? They've got to define what a low, what a what a quote unquote what this part is that constitutes at what point is it a firearm? Yeah. So if they make it a 79% uh lower instead of an 80% lower. Uh, is it still, does it still then fall under this particular rule? And does it also in, just include the ones that are sold in the kits or if you sell it yeah. with the kit or if you sell it by itself and then just go buy the other parts yourself? Yeah. Yeah. All, all, uh, all interesting rules. Like you said, it take the industry, you know, about a week to figure out how to turn an 80% lower into a 75% lower. So it wouldn't be subject to any subject to this anymore. Um, the problem with the AFT is the AFT wants you to submit these items to them ahead of time so they can approve it or, or deny it. There's no requirement in law for that. It's either a firearm or it's not. Firearms design, if a firearm is defined as something that expels a projectile through means of explosive action. If it does not do that, it's not a firearm. And I don't need the ATF to tell me that because I'm not uh, a two-year-old with the with with IQ of 14. All right, I understand what goes boom and what doesn't go boom. This is control, folks. This is tyranny. This is registration, yep. which will lead to confiscation of your firearms. Yep, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what the point is. Uh, and that's why we just tell you, look, if they really were interested in making sure that 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 criminals aren't getting access to firearms, like you said, they would they take your information, they'd look you up. Is this person prohibited? Nope. Okay. What do you want to buy? They don't need yeah, the serial number should only be important to you the dealer and the manufacturer for warranty purposes. Right. That's the only reason why. There you go. Boom, pal. Uh, oh, by the way, he all there else. He also announced his anti-gun nominee for the uh, AFT. Uh, oh, and yeah. uh, we all know that this guy is going to have a very hard time getting, getting, uh, getting approved as well. You'd think, but then again, you got people like Mitt Romney out there just passing anybody through because she seems like a good person. And I understand our policies are different, but she has her own convictions and I stand by her for that. Right. Well, when, when, that's when, Mitt Romney that said that folks, let's be clear. Not me. Right. It wasn't me. Keep, keeping it in mind. And, and I will, I will say this and I, and I get that people have that perspective, but here's the thing. The problem is her judicial philosophy is very different. She believes that her job uh, is to right wrongs, not to interpret legal matters based on the constitution of the, of the, of the United States and precedent. She is, she does not believe yeah. that that she says that, but I guarantee you that when she goes through and she starts making decisions, her decisions are going to be very much the same way the right, the, the, the rest of the left do it. And that is yeah. my job is to right wrongs. I'm curious, Craig, when you, when she's on the bench up there and mm -hmm. uh, 
She has uh, she has arguments, legal arguments going on in front of her. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll refer to her as justice person rather than Madam Justice? Well, I don't know because I heard her proclaim that you know she once again it took you know x amount of years to to have the first black woman on the Supreme Court. My question is, uh, how do we know? How does she know that she's the oh. first black woman? Because she doesn't know what a woman is. So does she qualify as a woman? If so, based on what standard? And number two, why yeah. didn't she answer use that standard when she was asked, can you define a woman? <laughs> well, I think that's why now the, the opposing attorneys will have to refer to her as justice person rather justice than person. Madam Justice. They. Yep. Not yes, he or she. Justice. They. No, no. They're still he or she. She's them. They. She's she is the they. Meaning, I don't know. Okay. I'll just just let that one go. All right, moving right along to disinformation. So in Chicago, there was a disinformation conference, right? Now, this was a conference where a bunch of folks kind of came together, uh, and they decided that they wanted to hold this conference there in Chicago Talking about uh, talking about disinformation and and what's what what is hilarious, Mike is is that the participants actually had uh, quite a hissy fit when it came to determining exactly what constituted mis- disinformation. Now, obviously, and once again, you can just you obviously when you start off, you know what they mean by disinformation, right? They're talking about anything that conservatives believe, but yes. Now here, and and by the way, there was only really one person there, and that was Jonah Goldberg, who was a conservative, who I question his conservatism now that he works for CNN, but I I digress. But here's an example of what was brought up uh, as an example by one of the students, by one of the students who were actually there, uh, and what they, the question that they had, and check out how this dude responds to it. Check it out. My name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. Uh, My question is for Mr. Seltzer. You've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation, uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Sandman as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative? Uh, all the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? Too bad, it's time for lunch. Uh, you have 30 and, seconds. No, I mean, there's a, there's a clock that says 30 seconds. But, but I think my honest answer to you, and I will, I'll come over and talk in more detail after this, is that I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. Uh, but I understand that that is a popular right-wing narrative about CNN. I think it's important when we talk about shared reality and democracy, all these networks, all these news outlets have to defend democracy. And when they screw up, admit it. Uh, but. When Benjamin Hall, the Fox correspondent, was wounded in Ukraine, the news crews at CNN and the New York Times stopped what they were doing, and they tried to help. They tried to help him get out of the country. They tried to find the dead crew members. That's what news outlets do. That's how they actually do work together to your question about sharing those kinds of connections and trust. We don't talk about it enough, though. We don't share that reality about how that happens. And with regards to the regime, I think you mean the President Biden. 
The last time I spoke with a Biden aide, we yelled at each other. So that's the reality of the news business that people don't see, that people don't hear. They imagine that it's a, a situation that simply is not. But I think your question, it speaks to the failure of journalism to show our work and show the reality of how our profession operates. We have a lot of work to do, I think. Basically, what happened was the dude uh, just uh, the dude asked him a very basic question. Like, look, he gave up all these examples of misinformation, and they're all great examples. And yet the guy made it out like, oh, well, that's a that's a conservative narrative. It's not a conservative narrative. These are all things we know now to be true that they lied about. Well, and, and you, you heard what he said. He 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 said straight out um, that they're only true on Fox. They're not true everywhere else. Even though we've seen them printed in the New York Times, we've right. seen them come through on CNN. Uh, but they they can't they can't even put these words in their mouth, Craig. They're, they're, the lies are so deep embedded in them, they can't even put these words in their mouth to admit that they were wrong. Well, no, no. And that's that's the worst part about the whole thing is that they refuse to even admit. I mean, dude, that was straight up disinformation. Yeah. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, all yeah. of the things that he brought up were all disinformation. I mean, okay, here's, a, here's another example. Here's another guy who asked, once again, a legitimate question and watch how he's completely and utterly dismissed. Let's take a... So, amazing. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Really appreciate it. I'm Daniel Schmidt. I'm a freshman at the University of Chicago. My question is for Ms. Applebaum. Um, so in 2020, you wrote, those who live outside the Fox News bubble do not, of course, need to learn any of the stuff about Hunter Biden, referring to his laptop, of course. Uh, a poll later after that found that if voters knew about the content of the laptop, 16% of Joe Biden voters would have acted differently. Now, of course, we know a few weeks ago, the New York Times confirmed that the content is real. Do you think the media acted inappropriately when they instantly dismissed uh, Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian disinformation? And what can we learn from that in ensuring that what we label as disinformation is truly disinformation and not reality? I, my, my problem with Hunter Biden's laptop is I think it's totally irrelevant. I mean, it's not whether it's disinformation or, I mean, I don't think the Hunter Biden's um, business relationships have anything to do with who should be president of the United States. So. I didn't find I don't find it to be interesting. I mean that that would be my problem with the, that as a as a major news story. Uh, we're going to talk about more of this uh, tomorrow in our first uh, panel, so stand by. Um, and I, I think we have run out of time. All right. So once again, he raised Hunter Biden the whole question of Hunter Biden, and they're like, their first thing is is they completely and utterly dismiss. Well, that had nothing to do with the election. And my question is. How do you know? How do you know yeah, when we, you went we, out of your way to hide the truth? Yeah. We've decided right. it's not relevant. We, we weren't going to let the voter decide that. We right. decided because, because we know the opposition would use it for what it is. It's a tool. It's power against the, 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 the Biden uh, political campaign, whether that's Hunter getting the job from his dad or his dad's, uh, you know, past policy. And just because it had the name attached to it, you know, they were going to do bad things to it. This is, you know, this is not, this is not Billy Beer we're talking around. If you remember right. that reference, Greg, right. um, this is not, this is not the crazy brother who, uh, who writes novels. Uh, you know, th this is, this is, uh, you know, a foreign policy issue uh, with criminal acts, alleged criminal acts. Cause I haven't seen the laptop alleged criminal acts right. on the laptop. Uh, it's the kind of thing that deserved, uh, uh, inspection and uh, the public had the right to know, but 
the media decided they were not going to let anyone know. And then once right. Fox does release it, remember the other side, uh, the, right. the media comes out and says, it's not true, it's not true, it's not true. And guess what, Craig? It's true. It's true. Turns out to all be true. Uh, and the only thing that isn't true is the stuff that's being put out there by the left. And that's once right. again, but yet and still, they deem what we look at as as disinformation. There was a story. I'm trying to find it. That, oh, uh, where's the story? Gosh, you sent me one. And I thought it was hilarious when they talked about. Where is it at? Hold on. I'm going to find CNN it. and Fox. Hmm? It was on uh, CNN and Fox. Yes. CNN and Fox and what they're actually the talking about yep. in this particular story is uh, they were comparing what the well, basically the whole point was, well, if you just get people who watch, you know, Fox News to watch CNN, here's what will happen. Right. Yeah, we could change their minds. Right. Here's so here's the here's what I so here's what you got. So they're trying to say, so first of all, let's start off. Watching Fox News can be like entering an alternative universe. Yeah, that universe is called reality. Right. Yep. <laughs> so let's let's start with that, right? Where Vladimir Putin isn't actually bad. Now, that bad. Now, um, I'm sorry, but if you actually watch Fox News, I don't see anybody who's cheerleading for Vladimir Putin. Although, admittedly, there are some people who I disagree with their take on the on the the Ukraine Russia narrative. But you know, they, they, this is a well, misrepresentation. Our own, our own government, our own government doesn't believe it. You know, this, right. if if we if we were not to get off track, if we were really passionate about the Ukraine, we'd put boots on the ground and equipment on the ground. But because they don't have the right membership card in their pocket, we're okay with them dying. We're the hypocrites, Craig, not the oh. Ukraines and not Putin. Oh, yeah, Go no, ahead. No, no, I'm no. sorry. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, once again, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with yeah. any of that. My, my, my point is, is that they are misrepresenting yeah. what's going on on Fox. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bring, bring it back up. Let's show the folks to you what's in there. All right. There it is. All right. Uh, given the steady stream of misinformation, the avid Fox News consumer subject to the viewers, predominantly elderly white and Donald Trump supporting are sometimes written off as lost causes by Democrats and progressive. But according to a new study, there is still hope. Right. You know what that hope is for? That hope is to make you believe our lies and disinformation. Right. And that's all they're putting out there. Because we're finding out more and more that the stuff they're putting out there is, in fact, once again, yep. disinformation. Yeah, the stuff they're putting out there is, in fact, disinformation. You're going to yep. have to forgive me. Our signal, our signal was kind of has been kind of screwy there for a while, and I do not know why, um, because I have a solid signal. And it's your. Uh, I told you, it's your. Uh... It's the AFT gremlins. It's the AFT gremlins who are just all up in our business. Anyway, suffice it to say, I've got a strong signal. It just does not seem to be making it to restream for some reason. But in any case, uh, we can keep talking because luckily, hey, I'm recording this. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right. So moving right along. So we know that basically what they're doing, Mike, is they're pushing misinformation. And their whole goal in yes. pushing that misinformation uh, is to hopefully, in their eyes, uh, well, you know, start to convince people who otherwise know the truth that the lies are, in fact, the truth. Yep. Craig, I'd like to, I'd like to make a nomination, if I could, 
Okay. Uh, we're facing two stories, two intricate stories. All right. Plus the parting shot, and we got five minutes left. Okay. I think we should, think we should push a story to tomorrow. It's only fair to the viewers. Otherwise, they're going to miss the parting shot. That is true. That's true. So which one do you want to push? I I was I made the nomination, sir. You have to second it. Then we can get into the discussion. Well, post. you know what? If we got five minutes left, why don't we just go straight <laughs> to the parting shot? Because both of the parting shots are kind of fun, and we can talk about the other two tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. Let's do that. So this first one, you know, and I guess the first one is in light of uh, the president uh, and his press conference today. AFT. Uh, AFT. A I think, AFT. Uh, this seven video times. kind of explains times. why, well, why we're dealing with what we're dealing with as president. Yeah, true. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Do it again. Do it again. Play it again. <laughs> so the best way to get something done if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to anyway now one <laughs> one would think that that oh this God. would be evidence enough for us to finally just decide you know what Maybe it's time. Maybe we should be, you know, maybe maybe we should be polite, nice, and actually just give him the opportunity to sit down and because he's not he's not in any position to run the country anymore. But the problem is, this is who we would put in office. <laughs> you just plug it in. You can go ahead and plug in and uh, okay. Just plug it in. That's it. Yeah. You plug it in. There we are. And you can let go. That's it. And there's no sound or cue. There, there is nothing. Yeah. Why is this complicated? What is happening? Yeah, and that's well, all there for is. All to of it. us are used to every morning to we... filling our tank. We, we, you usually can smell it, and and you can hear it. You can hear the guzzling. No, you're not going to hear. Fucking shit. How do I know it's actually working? That's our vice president. Yeah. Uh, Tell me how so I would the, know that. So you don't have to hold it. None of so that. how do I know it's actually working? Don't do the cackle. It is. <laughs> I love the don't cackle. Don't do the cackle. Don't do, don't do the, the cackle. cackle. You don't have to hold it. Why are you still holding it? You don't have to hold it. <laughs> I, I like, did you, did you see how she tried to squeeze in there? For those of us that pump our own gas, we get, we get the fumes. Yeah, yeah. Right. You pump your own gas. We know what you pump and it's not gas. It ain't gas, baby. It ain't gas. Uh, <laughs> anger and frustration. Anger and frustration. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, hey, Mike, oh, it's boy. about that time. Why don't you give a quick shout out to our sponsors? Oh, I, I didn't want to say goodbye yet. I'm having a good time. The the folks here are wonderful today. Uh, I know. But they I, are so they're so wonderful. Say your goodbyes. <laughs> I guess so. Let's say hello to our good friends at uh, a Gorilla Machining uh, and, of course, uh, Grid Defense. Listen, folks, if you want to get yourself an 80% lower, these are the guys to go to. Go to today, go to them now, go to them before the demand goes ridiculously through the roof, go before the regulations go, go crazy. This is where you gotta go, and you gotta go now to get them. Uh, 
And maybe even if you're lucky, you can get one out of the California Republican Assembly, but I don't think so. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen out of the California Republican <laughs> Assembly, but nice try. Nice try. All right, with that, folks, hey, we're going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. Please remember, like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow on Taco Tuesday. Remember, pass this around. <laughs>